It's time to go into Auto Reverb with Tony and Matt, where we look at bands that were underappreciated, misunderstood, forgotten, and to some, unknown. This week, we're going Auto Reverse on Supergrass. Supergrass. Now, here's a band I've wanted to cover for a while. Yeah, I know you have. You've talked about them. You know, it's funny. This is another one of those bands that I'm hyper aware of, but never really got into. And in, in some ways, like almost more into a, because of their uh, out, you know, their album covers, especially the first album. I remember seeing that all over the place, and not, you know, and not picking it and not picking it up. And I always wanted to check it out because it. It's, I was. I don't know why I was thinking about this in terms of the band, but like doing prep for the show, it's like Supergrass is, has one of those band names. It's like it's cool. It sounds like a cool band name. It's not like I don't know. Like for example, a band name. Like there's all these little different categories. There's like the Beatles, which is not a very good band name, but they're, they're they made the name cool because they were a great band. Whereas like I don't know. Alice in Chains or, or Deep Purple is another one that's like it's like not really cool it's kind of interesting but it's you know but Supergrass I, I this is a lazy way of saying like Supergrass I was like saw their cover there was enough of this stuff to kind of really put it together to kind of check it out in my kind of lazy way of thinking about things it's like oh you know there's a lot of things in here and the stuff that I did here I like uh but it's like a weird kind of it's a it, weird band because they're kind of under the radar aren't they like, in the state, in the states, yeah. yeah, in in the U.S. definitely, but not in not in the U.K. Um, and even parts of Europe, they like the first record was a huge hit. It like it, they had a, a bunch of top ten singles off of it, and um, and the album sold like a million copies or something in in Europe. But it's so funny how little they impact they made in the U.S. I remember in the early 2000s it might have been after that it was like sort of right after that record life on other planets came right. out um i went to see them at um at that cl at that club that was across the street from the supermarket in park slope uh, um south Boston, south, south, south hall yeah yeah i went to see him wow see them. There was they like would have been it was 200 people were there and it was amazing um i went with my friend ned who i've talked about on the show before one of my musical uh I don't know, allies, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, just a big brother in that in that sense. And uh, we went, I couldn't believe how little, there was like nobody there. And like, this is well, a band that would fill stadiums uh, yeah. in, in, in the UK. Yeah, South Paul um, at its most could fill like maybe 250, 300 yeah. maybe. That's, it, that's, that's packing it in. It's like a, it's in all intents and purposes, a small club so that they were playing in anything like they should have been playing like at the Bowery or something like that at the very least. Yeah, but or I Irvin Plaza or Irving Plaza or something like at least that had a little bit. But like South Paul's kind of like, yeah. Yeah, and I, and I also think they suffered from coming out at during. I mean, at least this is how I perceive it. Others may not, but I think they kind of suffered from coming out during that the sort of like heyday of of Britpop so you know like Oasis and and Ride and and all those bands like they 
they made more of an impact in the U.S. Like like Oasis had top ten singles in the U.S. and and I think they got lost in all of that. So they were huge in the U.K. Had a, the first two records did really well. Then Britpop sort of like took hold, and then the U.S. said, "Okay, well we're going to absorb some of these bands," you know, but not Supergrass, and and also Supergrass. You know, the way I look at them, they weren't like other Britpop bands in that, like, their shit was, like, more, like, tr- traditional in a way. Like, they were more of, like, a, a rock band. Um, like like and, a no-furls rock band. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, like, there wasn't any of these sort of, like, you know, fashion-y appendages and shit that some of the Britpop bands had. It was more just kind of like, or, or even, like, that kind of, like, dour like look down at your feet kind of thing they didn't have that they were energetic and they and they were definitely part of like this sort of like continuum of british rock in that they took like glam and like small faces and right and slayed and yeah i hear a lot of bad yeah they took, they took all that with it and even like some of the more arty aspects uh like crap like the sort of crap rocky elements on some of the later al- albums like road to ruin and stuff they, they 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 were this continuum of greatness like that 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 england produced in terms of rock music um and i think that was in contrast and maybe in conflict with the sort of Britpop, you know, 90s alternative. Um, right. Like, like, like they were so different and maybe like kind of like ignored or or dismissed because they were so tr- traditional in a way, but not but not traditional. Right. Not so traditional that they weren't original because they were original. As a matter of fact, a lot of their music was placed in in American movies, so like even though people didn't know who the, really they were, like music supervisors did, and like their shit was all over soundtracks and stuff in the '90s. Um, so even if you didn't know the band, you heard the songs. They were slipped in there uh, into into like big like you know like Clueless and these other fucked up movies from the '90s. Like they they were there so it, it's there you know so i think they just got lost in the in the shuffle of, right. all, of all that stuff but let's let's be honest like in terms of album after album and just like straight out even though they didn't put out a ton of records i think they put out like five or whatever yeah yeah it was just the, the quality i mean even just doing the playlist right and then listening back to the playlist the other day on a walk with my dog um I was like, every fucking song that I put on here is a fucking banger. Like, every yeah. single one. Yeah, and, uh, a, and a variety of songs, too. Yeah. And that's the things that really caught me when I listened to the, the playlist was like, they, they, you know, they definitely had their different periods. They didn't kind of sit in one lane. And they did, you know, and you were talking about like when they kind of came to, to kind of came on the scene. Like, they came in the 90s with, uh, I think it was the, the band, the, the Jennifer's. Um, yeah, and, and that got them some notoriety. Got them on John Peel and Radio One, um, you know, and that that kind of made a nice progression to the Brit, you know, like how they were going the Brit, like you were saying about the Brit pop years, and and maybe because they don't have a like Oasis has other X factors that kind of work in their favor. Not saying not taking anything away from their music. I just think that they you 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 know you can be the Rolling Stones, but you're not the Rolling Stones. You don't have Mick Jagger. 
you know, in front and doing shit off the stage and, sh and other things like that. They, you, they created other kind of means of getting uh, 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 the band noticed. Um, well, let's be honest. I mean, the Supergrass guys are not male models. I mean, Gaz and them look pretty weird and not that, you know, and then, and then you take like Oasis who like the two brothers are, you know, very brooding, handsome brooding, and yeah. brooding. And it's like, of course people are going to be like, I'll pick that one. But meanwhile, well, I, 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 I couldn't like, I like Oasis. I like Oasis. I don't love Oasis, but yeah. I like Oasis. But dude, I hear pumping, pumping on your stereo. I, you know, I hear, um, Mary. What is it? Yeah, or Mary, and I and I'm like, damn, this this is deep. This is a deep See, that's, bond. You know, that's, you know like, that's a good thing to talk about because there's something about this band. I don't. I never really got into Oasis because it just just there's nothing. There's something that's to it. You know, like I like to say, it's a little more head, the heads going side to side for me, and yeah, and it yeah. doesn't it doesn't resonate as much. It doesn't connect with me as well as much. Supergrass. My God, there's so many. Like you're saying, there's so many songs on here. I was just like. You know, and the common like head slap for me is like, I listened to a lot of music in the '90s. Why didn't I hear about this? Because this is like the stuff I would really, I I really like. Like it's not hard, but like because I'm an older guy and I, you know, I switched from coffee to tea. It's like, honestly, it's like it's great music. It's great songs, and there's a variety of the songs that are ph phenomenal. Like I, I mean, and just their their arc isn't like this heavily experimental it just seems like they just kind of like kind of shifted a little like shifted things a little bit more in this direction and shifted things a little bit more in this direction right um i don't know man it, it, you know the, it, the, the bands that have too many albums and bands that don't have enough album that could probably make another auto reverse conversation because yeah. it's like having five albums where all of them are not just listenable but highly listenable versus you look through a discography of someone with like 25 albums and like six of them are just total like squatters, man. They're just like, what is, what, what the hell is this? Yeah, it's, it's like, uh, the thing, the thing is like with, with Supergrass, like, like, I think I might've been working at Columbia house at the time. Yeah. I was going to ask you, how'd you come about? Yeah. So, so that? I was working at Columbia house at the time and it was literally like between Columbia records, uh, or Epic or whoever, and a couple other labels, Warners and stuff, they were just churning out like, every so basically anything that was on, uh, what was the UK label that was always Parla 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 oh, uh, not Parlophone, the other uh, one, um, uh, Creation, Creation. Creation. So, so anything that Creation put out in the UK then would get licensed to Warners or Epic or whatever. Um, and then, and then through my job at Columbia House, I would see like, oasis uh boo radley's uh yeah. swerve driver you know like, all these, some like shoegazy you know, yeah, yeah. All, shoegazy into into sort of like uh, the laws like all this all this stuff right and then all of a sudden supergrass is thrown in the mix there kind of a little bit after the fact and it's like when you go out to eat right they bring out a bunch of plates of food you eat it you eat it, you're, you're, and then you're not hungry. Then they bring out this great plate of food or a dessert, and you're like, I'm not hungry anymore, and you don't eat it. And that's yeah, yeah, what yeah. happened to Supergrass with me. It's like by the time um, – what's it called? It was the first album, uh, the Coco, Aisha Coco. Right, right. By the time I got a copy of that, I had eaten too much. I'd eaten too much Britpop and too much shoegaze, and I just didn't have it in me. 
and it was like it was like years later me and ned were were sort of sitting at his house listening to records and he's like did you ever get into supergrass this is like 98 or something or 97 and i'm like you know i remember the cd passing through my desk and you know i know they put out a couple records since he's like they're fucking great and he proceeded to play me coco the coco record and then the other one that where they're like playing like like looks like they're playing like found instruments on the cover right. i can't remember the name of the yeah. album uh it's kind of like a weird old-timey photo fake old-timey photo oh, yeah it uh, was like geez. it was so so it's like so and then he proceeded to play me like one song after i'm like these motherfuckers are great these i you know that like i'm like how did i how did i miss this you know and so and that just sent me down this journey to find to find their records which were hard to find on vinyl i mean the 90s were like a desert for vinyl it's all cds yeah, yeah, at the yeah, time yeah, yeah. so um so I, I was able to, I think in the late 90s, they might have reissued a best of, or it was maybe the early 2000s, they released something uh, called Supergrass is 10. So they were 10 yeah, years yeah, old. Yeah, 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 so yeah, I think yeah, I it might have been 2002, and it was a double 10 inch. Yeah. And I bought it at a store. It was reissued, uh, newly reissued, and I and uh, reissued, and then I, I took it home and just started listening to it, and then that sent me down the rabbit hole of, of their older, you know, getting into their older records. And then... And also the new record, uh, the Planets record came out, which I thought was great. And even the one that came out after it, Road to Ruin, was really good. And I just, and I just was kind of like, these, like yeah. these guys to me are the cream. Like not, the, not that the other stuff was bad. You know, I love Stone Roses. I love, I love all that stuff. I just, I was just like, these guys are different, and it kind of makes sense that it got past me, and it got past other people in the state. There was a, you know, there was, a, you know, to that point, because like at that period of time, like, and I, I could just use this through your lens and my lens, which is kind of parallel. It's like you had that underground rock scene, you had stoner rock, you had, yeah. you had, you know, some, you still had a little bit of metal. You, I mean, there's a lot, there was a lot of new, th like Voivod, there was a lot of yeah. stuff coming, uh, and then you had the Britpop. Um, you had, a, you have a lot of stuff that's going in there. And a lot of hit, and a lot of hip hop was coming out in the early 90s. Yeah, there was a lot of that. A lot of hip, a oh, lot of good hip hop. That's a that's great too. And I'm I just yeah. think like in terms of like you're talking about like what we were getting as as far as our diet our diets, like we were getting a lot of things. Even even though we were in the stage where we our our bodies could handle, you know, eating eating a lot of food. Like we were gluttons. You know, when you're in your twenties, you're just taking shit in. But even but even that still is is was you know like things are going to get missed and i think like that's where a lot of this that we're doing um is is you know is you know i think it's one of the joys of this i uh, right know, i think right. it's i uh, you know i try not to get i try not to beat myself up about this stuff i i tend to i tend to like get like why didn't i do that and it's like a it's it's a it's a regret play which is stupid because it's like there's the amount the people who do keep up on that stuff are just like 
they're in it that they're in it super deep. Uh, they either work for a label, they either the part of their things is keeping in for new music or whatever. But like part of what this you know the Audioverse thing, man, is like you know kind of look at things with a like a more calmer, <laughs> more mindful means. Like we can and you also like you know Spotify and other things like that. You have access. I don't have to go buy the record. I don't have to make like okay, I'm gonna you know, buy 15 fucking records and then sit there on the weekend and try to digest it all. It's like, we can go about our days now looking into new music and, and it not being as uh, difficult. I mean, or you can, it's easier yeah, for us to digest Yeah, but, I, but on, to that point, to your point, like this more civilized approach to absorbing and music regardless of the era that it came out in. To your point, there's all... Also, the way that music is now digested, and the way we even that both of us digest it um, when it's not on record, you know, when we're just like using Spotify or YouTube or whatever, I think part, what it does a little bit that was now that was different then is the mystique gets lost a little bit. There's this sort of event like constant that's availability. The trade. That's the trade. That's, that's the, the trade, trade off, and you gotta trade. You gotta trade away the mystique part. And honestly, like. When I was getting CDs like thrown at me at, at, at Columbia House, or or when I was going to the record stores back then, or or just going to shows or wh whatever, whatever the means were, there was still mystique left, left over from the '80s and the '70s. That sort of like I don't really know who these guys are, but this is cool. I I think I'll try it out. Maybe I'll go see them. There was this whole process, and now. I'm not saying it's. I, I'm not saying one period was better than the other, but now it's like, okay, I I listen to it on Spotify. I like it. I maybe I'll buy the record, and then by the time I get to the part of maybe I'll go to the show, I'm already too tired. Well, that's like you, you know that's <laughs> I'm you too know tired of that's, that's, a, that's that's a hundred. You know, it's like that band that we both like. What's the one that starts with a K and an H? Kahubin, uh, yeah. which I never pronounce correctly. Yeah, but, yeah. but, but I'd rather you mispronounce it incorrectly than, <laughs> than me. you. Then you sound like a jackass. <laughs> yeah, sure. Thanks. <laughs> um, it, I, I'm, I'm at peace that I'll probably never see them live. Like, I, because they're so big now that it would, it would, be, it would, you know, the ticket prices would have to be at a certain thing. The, uh, the experience, like, I, it, again, it, I, I, like, I don't want to be up at a, at midnight doing that seeing that even though it could like if they played a day show maybe i would consider it but even that it's like the it's just a different you know i'm a huge fan of theirs i have a lot of their stuff but it's like i'm i'm the mystique of going to see them live or seeing them in the process of seeing other bands is not required anymore yeah not unless i start with uh testosterone replacement therapy like then, then maybe I could see myself going to more shows. You I, know what I mean? Yeah, I could see, <laughs> I, I could see that, along with my kids going away to college, as and my and my workplace make me only work like three days a week. Yeah, like yeah. there would have to be some major kind of other shit going on for me to be able to have the energy. And it's not, and it's not like I can't do it. It's just that there's a the cost of doing it. You know, we're going into old man gripes and start talking about. Oh about putting salves on our on our achy joints and shit well listen i'm not gonna get too too into the old man gripes although we have okay. plenty but uh <laughs> but i will t i actually have a geographic block like i live in an area oh, that right. requires either a flight out of here 
or two boats out of here, two ferry rides out of here to go see a Krahubin or whoever or the yeah. OCs or whoever. And so yeah. I have that physical, like, you know, Yeah, and the bands, are, and the bands yeah. aren't going to come to Powell River. They're not they, coming they, to they Powell River where I boat. live. And if they did, I would be questioning their, their, their decision-making process. But, uh, yeah, so so for me, it's like I have that built-in excuse. Like, I, oh, it's too far. I don't want to get on the ferries, you know, whatever. But, but, uh, but I, I think, though, even with all that, like our, you know, our getting up in years, not having the energy to stay up past midnight, that sort of thing. I think even with all that, I think we this show and what we do and the way we talk to each other through text mostly, um, I think we're still really energized and and hungry for music and fuck mystique and fuck live shows. I just want to know as much about music uh, as I can. You know what? You know that's the you know the. I mean, I heard like a Ron Simmons, a Ron Timmons, a Bobby. Sorry, Ron Timmons. I'm watching. I, thinking of football thing or mm-hmm. wrestling thing uh bobby timmons trio thing i let, listened to like three times this week because it was so fucking good and i hadn't heard yeah. it before. it's like the enthusiasm I, I still have this the enthusiasm i i think i have a better kind of acceptance my on-ramp of receiving things is much better is much smoother because i'm you know i'm looking to take things in a little bit more and like the supergrass like i've heard that the play your playlist you put together is so great and you know it's very um i, I listened to the whole thing like at least four times because it's like and i'm and i'm not and i'm excluding like listen to the whole albums i'm like i wonder what this whole album sounds like and you know you could have legitimately on some of these could put the whole album on there oh yeah like like the first three records are uh what is it uh uh, should I Coco? Um, we're only in it for the money, money and I can't remember. And the other one's the X-ray one, right? Yeah, 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 the X-ray cover. Those three records are pop rock gems. Yeah. And I and I say pop rock with the utmost respect. Like, like you know, because sometimes just throwing the word pop into something just gives it, you know, it cheapens it or something or makes it more disposable. But these motherfuckers, they just, they oh, wrote dude, they every the- single song was great. And I can only imagine what the shows were like at that time because they seem like even when I saw them, you know, 10 years after the fact, they seemed psyched to be there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was like they, love what they were did. happy to right. be there. And um, and that that to me in some ways is the most important part of music. It's like you want the people that are making it that you and the you know, and, and the music that you like, you want the people making it to to be happy not happy like well oh, they enjoy the what you, you, people it's in the nice world. it's nice seeing people enjoy what they do that not just yeah, they enjoy exactly. it but get they, they like this it's not about it's about the the act of what they're doing versus what they're doing or what the scene of it is is like they're in southpaw and they're playing like they're they're, they're playing a budokan and yeah it's like, it was, it, and that's, it's like, that's how it's that's what it seemed like to me and it was like it was really really rewarding and great and um and it's too bad too. Like recently, they were supposed to reunite, and then the pandemic hit, oh, and right. all their shit got canceled. And then they kind of did a few shows, and then they went and did the uh, Taylor Hawkins uh, right. tribute thing when, yeah. when he passed away. Yeah. And they were, and then you could tell like they weren't that into it. And when I, because I saw it on YouTube, and like they, like a few days after, they said, "No, we're not. We're not going to reunite." 
<laughs> we're not we're not this was this is the last time we play together so it's like the joy uh, yeah you never know though they're they're still yeah young. i know they're, still, they're, 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 young, the they're, young, they're younger than we are so they may have a giddy up to want to do it you know yeah they also i'm reading stuff online they have a an un, like a rec- uh, what do you call it unreleased like sort of kraut rock record a more experimental thing oh, really? i would love to get my yeah, hands yeah, on yeah. that yeah oh my god I'd yeah love to get um but yeah so like i mean people you know anyone that's listening out there just check out their records check them out in order like chronological order and really just see like just a sort of like the huge breadth of of style and but at the same time maintaining this like kind of like center line connected line of just great songs i mean they didn't even start getting super experimental until like i think it was a road to ruin record which has like some kind of like more instrumental weirder pieces you know and right. so like it's like anyone that just start there start from the beginning well, <laughs> that's what well, i would tell I, people well i would tell people to start with our playlist yes the, start yes. with the auto reverse playlist because i i found that someone who didn't know that much about them that was a great place to get a sense of the band and yep. then I dug into the, the albums, and they were just as gratifying. But that that on that that gen, that kind of the gateway to it was uh, the, the playlist, and you did a really great job putting that together. Um, and you know, again, like we know that the, the the limited fans that we have that are listening to the show that you're you feel about music the same way. So if there's a if there's a band that you want us to kind of check out and people have been very you know, some of you've been very good about pushing us to that and admittedly sometimes we're slow about getting the show on but um yes just shoot us an email at uh auto reverse uh pod at uh gmail.com or check out our facebook page or instagram page and you, you know auto reverse with tony and matt and you could let us know there. You don't have to go through the whole wonder, the uh, process of writing an email. So, uh, and we'd love to hear from you, regardless. Even if you have some tips, something else you would like to hear, any other musical topics you want us to take on, like we're a game. All right. All right. Sounds sounds good. All right. And until next time. All right. Peace. <laughs>